Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Hey, welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. Here is the man, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? What's up, John? I call him the man because, and you'll see more here shortly, but he's just on top of the world right now. <laughs> Feeling pretty good. Yeah, feel good about yourself. <laughs> hey, but hey, we should all feel good because right now it's in the we're in the midst of football season. Conferences starting for both college and high school. Our teams are winning. That's the right. Hogs are winning. Yep. I mean, weather's cooling off this yes, week. I mean, yes. for all you hunters out there, I know that makes you excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, what a great time to be a football fan in Arkansas. It is. It really is. So, the Hogs uh, did what they were supposed to do this week. You know, I mean, it wasn't an impressive win by any stretch. But, you know, coming off a big win against Texas, we all kind of expected a letdown. I mean, some people even thought, hey, it's a trap game. Look out. We, You know, we're not going to play that well. And we were flat at times. Yeah. I mean, that's to be expected. But sure. 45-10, I mean, you did what you're supposed to do. You take it. Yeah. And and to, to show kind of, I think, how we've advanced from the first week to now, you look like uh, last night Texas beat Rice like 58 or something to nothing. It was bad. It was bad. And that's a team that we didn't just like – Slip up and beat last week. That's we right. went out there and dominated. That's them. exactly right. So I think that that we're just progressing. Yeah. I think you know. Oh, well, I mean, you got a new quarterback. You you you're still trying to learn this system. A lot of new players sure. moving into positions. And let me say, a lot of people aren't sold on KJ Jefferson yet. I don't. I don't. I don't think that we look at him very fairly because he's such a different quarterback than what we're used to. It's easier for us for to, to see the plays he doesn't make. Sure. Because when you look at his stats after the game, you're like, well, he didn't play that bad. Yeah. And I got a stat for you, all right? Oh, boy. Here we go. I, I can't believe I forgot to uh, – I forgot so to So, while he's looking at – I've got it right here. Okay. i got it right here. All right. Found it. For the first time since 2015, a quarterback with 350-plus passion yards, three-plus touchdown yards, and zero interceptions in a game. That's pretty impressive. Since 2005, that's six years. Pretty impressive. You know, for me, the jury's still out on KJ. I'm not going to make a decision one way or the other. I mean, he's our quarterback. That's right. And so I'm going to support him. But the thing that concerns me about him are the easy throws that he misses. Sure. You know, little comebacks that he throws at the feet. Yeah. You know, you've got to be able to make those throws. You do. You do. And I think he'll – get better at that yeah i think so too i mean he does bring some some things to the table that not a lot of people do no. and so and i think it's a trade-off yeah i do too you know you take felipe who like was just a dynamite arm and mm-hmm. accurate yeah through, but through one of the best deep balls in the country ever yeah but um not gonna make those plays on your with, with his feet right which he didn't make one in preseason that I was like, where was that last year? <laughs> right. But, you know, it's just a different different style quarterback. Yeah. So before we jump into the Hogs, uh, just going to give you a little update on some programming. So the last few weeks, basically since this summer, we've been putting out two podcasts a week. And uh, 
this week, uh, since it was a, an off week for a lot of teams last week in high school, we felt like it would just be beneficial to everybody to just do one episode this week. And so yeah. we're just going to put everything into this one, and uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, you know, I think that we can fit everything into one and it not be an hour long. Sure. And that was the whole purpose right. is that we want to be able to break it down to where it's not such a long one-sitting type show. Uh, and I think we can do that. Yep. So a little bit of stats on Hogs in Georgia Southern. So Hogs win 45-10. Um, they shut the the Eagles out in the second half. Uh, only gave up 235 total yards, 81 passing yards, and 154 rushing. The Hogs themselves had 633 total yards of offense. That's impressive, man. <laughs> Which is very impressive. Uh, the, that's almost triple or double. No, I guess triple of what they had on offense. So – Pretty impressive, pretty domination. And I'll pretty say this domination. too: I've watched a few of the other quarterbacks in the league, and I—I I mean, right now he—they're he, not head and shoulders above him. I mean, I, I didn't think that that Bo Nix looked very good at all last I've night. I've never been impressed with him. Now I will say that, uh, oh, uh, Matt, is it Matt Carell? Yeah. He's been looking good. He has. Although we're still his daddy. <laughs> we, still, we still pick, what, six? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're still his daddy. Hudson Clark's still yeah. his daddy. That's right. Who I've not seen this year. No, I haven't. He's just not getting playing time, is he? He's just so. got some dudes out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, that quarterback from Alabama's good. He didn't look great yesterday no. after the first quarter. Mm-mm. And the Florida quarterback, yeah. you know, nobody's just really wowed me. No, I'm, I'm with you. So, uh, of that 633, 364 of them were through the air, 269 yards on the ground. K.J. was 13 of 23 for 366, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and five carries for 18 yards. Um, did you ever hear what happened to Traylon Smith? No. I, 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 did, I never did hear. I didn't either. I didn't know if it was a bad injury or if just something. I didn't hear. Anyway, uh, Dominic Johnson uh, led ball carriers with five carries, 72 yards and a touchdown. He got a little banged up. Yeah, he did. And then uh, Rocket had 10 carries for 43 yards. Traylon had eight carries and 39 yards and a touchdown before he went out. A.J. Green, seven carries for 37 yards. Burks, three catches for 127 and a touchdown. Special. (laughs) And then Tyson Morris had two catches for 61 and a touchdown. And Warren Thompson, one catch for 60 yards and a touchdown. Tyson has really impressed me. You know, whenever you know the, the uh, two deep came out and he mm-hmm. was ahead of Knox, right? And I was like, "Well, I know he's supposed to be pretty awesome, mm-hmm. dude. He made some catches yesterday yeah. that were awesome. Yeah. He's good." Now tell me this: when you're watching our running backs, yeah, how often do you go? I, I think he's my favorite, <laughs> and then go, "Wait, no, AJ, he's my favorite. I like him better." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, they're so fun to watch. They are. We got a stable. <laughs> we do. All right, so the big game coming up this weekend for the Hogs. Man, this is this is as big a game for Razorback football. Oh, in years. In years. So, well, since two weeks ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, I mean, the, the stage is set. I mean, it is. Arkansas jumped up to number 16 in the rankings, going down to Dallas, AT&T Stadium, facing number seven, A&M. Both of them 3-0. and Yeah, A&M. Might be a little overrated. I think they are. We we talked about it before the yeah. season started. How A and M was getting all this love, and and they they were starting a freshman quarterback. And it's just like Texas. Yeah. It's the the Jimbo Fisher. Sure, you know, and they didn't get it before him. No, they, they were kind of the stepchild. <laughs> they were. It's exactly right. So, what is it? Eight years in a row that they've yeah, beat us. They've beat us. And you know, before that, we thumped them like four or five in a row. Yeah. So and and a lot of those losses 
were oh last last minute yes. like we were up they would come back that was the Balama thing that you know it we were so mad at Balama because he couldn't close out the game and then we got Chad Morse we're like man <laughs> at least we were in the game that's right, <laughs> that's right. so the Aggies are a six point favorite uh starting out um of course the line's just open so I'm sure that'll move one way or the other uh A&M's averaging 28.3 points per game giving up 5.7 their defense has been pretty solid so far this year uh, they're averaging 437 yards of offense, 252 passing, 185 rushing. Defensively, they're only allowing 239 yards a game, 77 of those through the air, and 162 on the ground. So That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Quarterback, backup quarterback, Zach Calzada. He's a sophomore, 6'4", 210. He's 37 of 72 for 51% on the year, 458 yards, four touchdowns, and has thrown two picks. And then they're running back, they're, they're workhorse in the backfield, Isaiah Spiller. He's pretty solid. 6'1", 215, he's had 40 carries for 250 yards and one touchdown. So, Hogs defense. Yep. All right. The the 80-yard run, 76 mm. yards, whatever it was, there was – we were playing man, and everybody was – he took off pretty quick. Mm-hmm. People were – I mean, you look at our receivers downfield, they were looking at their man. Right. They had no idea he was running. Sure. Somebody missed an assignment somewhere. Absolutely. And then it was just wide open. It was one of those deals that, like, 99 10 times out of 100, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it wasn't because we got our tails whipped. Right. We made a mistake. Sure. And if you take that 80 yards away from their yard, their rushing yardage, it's like nothing. Yeah, it's like 70 yards. Yeah, total. It's crazy. Yes. All right, so – Hogs are averaging 41 a game, giving up 16. What do you think we're averaging a game uh, yards-wise? Total? On offense. Total? Yep. 470. Pretty close, 492. Wow. That's awesome. 210 passing, 282 on the ground. Man, that's all – we're getting close to 500 right there. Yeah. Uh, Defense has played pretty good, man. Only giving up 266 yards a game. Uh, of that, 142 is through the air and 124 is on the ground. So, yeah, 124 on the ground is pretty solid. So, our, sure. our run defense has played very, very I'm well. Telling you, you take away that 70-something yeah. yard run, it goes down. That's right. We've, we've, man, defensively, there's been times that we're like, ooh, good thing they didn't have a good quarterback because yeah. we were burned. Yeah. But I, I think that happens to most teams. Sure. And, and two, playing it. Playing a team that's running the, the option. Yeah. I mean, you're going to play some some different coverages that you normally don't play. Right. And so, I think we had some guys out of position that we normally wouldn't. So, uh, what's your thoughts on this game? What do you think is going to happen here? Man, I think that – I think we're going to be up for it a lot more than they are. I think Hog fans are going to pack out that we just – we're good at that. Yeah. We got fans that travel and go to Dallas. I would go if we weren't playing PB football Saturday. Right. I would find a way to get there and yeah. take my boys – because uh, I think it's going to be a, a special experience for, sure. for people. Uh, and I think we're going to beat them. Do you? I really do. I mean, I think we're fixing to go through the gauntlet. We're going to play Georgia, then yeah. Ole Miss, then Auburn. I feel better about beating Texas A&M than I do Ole Miss. Yeah. I think right now Ole Miss is real good. Their offense is rolling. Yes. Yeah, they are. I'm with you. I'm going Hogs by three in this one. I think it's going to be like the most of the A&M games. It's going to come down to that last possession. But I think somehow Pittman finds a way to pull this one out in the end, and we finally get over the hump yeah. and, and beat these suckers. I'm going to say six. 
Six. Yeah, that'd be mine. Okay. All right. A little bit more college talk. Just touching on it. Uh, UCA played UAPB at Estes Stadium last week, yeah. and uh, UCA finally got their first victory of the season, beating them forty-five to twenty-three. Up next, doesn't get any easier for UCA. Who they got? The defending national champion, Sam Houston State, comes. Oh man, comes into Estes. They're Stadium. tough too. Yeah, they're tough. Hey, let me tell you. Uh, you know, we. I've always. I think you have too. Thought that that Braylon Smith was just a impressive young man very much i so. mean you know we we get to see him some mm-hmm. and like we saw him at the meeting the other day and he got up and you know he stood up and and volunteered to speak when somebody asked they asked for somebody right and just i mean he's just polished and yeah. he's just Solid. impressive yeah. yeah uh he's he's a senior this year right uh junior actually is he just a junior yeah. okay well he's he was 31 for 42 <laughs> that's pretty good yeah uh he threw for 329 yards and four touchdowns that's solid yeah and he, he did throw two picks uh but you know, obviously, it wasn't didn't hurt them because they won by twenty two. Yeah. Then Arkansas State, uh, man, <laughs> they picked a tough opponents. What they did, they laid an egg against Washington, and a Washington team that coming into that game had not played very well no. at all. And uh, man, they put it on a state, beating them fifty two to three. Up next, Red Wolves. Wow. Red Wolves traveled to Tulsa, who played Ohio State to the wire. So. Uh, Red Wolves going to have to get it together. Um, so, that's another tough game for them this week. So, was that a sign of how good Tulsa is or – because mm. I'm not impressed with Ohio State this well, year. Well, Tulsa played – they played a game either the week before or two weeks before against a lesser than and yeah. did not play very well. Well, so. you know, Ohio State beat Minis- no, uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first week. Yeah. And just did not look good. No. And then last now, week, of course, they got beat. Now that running back they've got, oh, he's good. Is a stud. Their quarterback, they're not sure about. Right. Who was who was uh, who was it that beat them last week? Um, Ohio State. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they lost last week. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're number nine now. Okay. And then then didn't look good Saturday, but Ohio, I mean Oklahoma won by five yeah. or no, maybe say I don't remember, but they won by five against. Uh, or maybe it was Saturday one by five. They've had a couple of games that were super close that you're just like they haven't looked impressive. Not at all. Mm-mm. And I'm not a fan of Spencer Rattler, so he does have a cool name though. <laughs> he does have a cool hey, name. Hey, we got a new name this week in high school football. Oh, yeah. You're gonna love it. Love it. <laughs> hey, Rocker Ace Bo, you got your you got to run for your money. This really? is like cross jumper good. Nice. You ready? You want me to tell you? Yeah, let's hear it. Sunquist Church. <laughs> I love it. He's at North. He's running back at Northside. That's awesome. Sundquist Church, <laughs> and the and the and the quarterbacks Walker Catsavis. Yeah. Now he I, Cooper played with him this yeah. summer. So so you got Sunquist Church and Walker Catsavis. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Those are good names, no doubt. So we will get into our. That's a good segue. We'll get into our standouts of the week it's for not, high school. And so we do. We have to. Yeah, we do have to. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and start it <laughs> off. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let freedom ring. Well, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Matty Stats, two wins in a row. But even more important than that is you tied. The game is tied, baby. Yeah, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, Junk Vegas struggling a little bit. Uh, 17 for 21, 24. Did come up from a D to a C. I'm at 
Very impressive. Uh, and then Matty Stats, 19 for 24. He picked up the other two games he needed after last week's three-game yeah. win. Uh, and he's 79%, so he is still a C student. He was 79.1, and I thought about rounding it up, but then I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> so this week, somebody is going to take the lead. That's right. And hopefully it will be. Hopefully I'll regain the lead. <laughs> Matty Stats will get on the board. <laughs> All right, so let's go through some of our standouts in week three of high school action. First up on the board, Connor Canterbury from Sheridan had 12 carries for 74 yards and four touchdowns. That Sheridan team has really turned that program they around. They sure have. Uh, down at Benton, I'll do the next two because they're both Benton. Uh, Cam Harris, three touchdown receptions, and then Strand Smith. You know, we, we questioned him a little bit after week one. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the move in, I think, for Monticello, right? That's right. right. Yep. It's kind of like, well, maybe he stepped up to the bigger league and, you know, but we just, it's Brian, sure. you know. Uh, but last week he was awesome. And this week, hey, 15 of 18 for 176 yards before touchdowns. Can't get much better you than that. You cannot. No. And uh, Benton just handed it to Catholic. I mean, I was really surprised by that score. I was too. I mean, I expected Benton to win. Yeah. But that was a thrashing. It was. All right, next is from DeQueen, Donye Whitmore, 165 yards rushing and a 14-7 win. It snaps a 28-game yes. losing streak for DeQueen. Yes, Coach Cheshire's down there. I did not realize that's where he was coaching. He's from Nashville. Okay. I worked for his dad at Western Sizzling. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> Kevin was his dad. Uh, he played ball, I think it was Southeast Oklahoma uh, when he played. He played at Nashville, then Southeast yep. Oklahoma, and then he was coaching at Nashville for Brad Cheshire. He's coaching at Nashville for a little while, like a D coordinator. I did not know until the uh, I, I saw the tweet come up, and he was just tweeting, hey, I'm so proud of this team and the fans. And that's we awesome. 20 a game. That's, that's awesome, that man. It awesome. really is. It is. Get the monkey off their back. And that's they, right. And they play Hope this week, so they could make it they two could. in a row. That's right. Okay, so it's on me, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right, so Anthony Ramirez, and I did not write down where he's from. I'm so sorry. Uh, but he had 19 carries and 125 yards and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Very nice. Connor Stacy from Alma, 16 catches. That's right, 16 catches for 223 yards, a 44-yard TD game-winning reception. That was an Airedale school record. Was it really? It was. I can imagine. That's yeah. A, that's a lot of catches. Yeah. So Tyreek Jones from CrossFit had 101 yards passing and 101 yards rushing. In a, in a loss to McGee. Very good ball game. Yes. Brandon Scott from Charleston, 272 yards through the air passing. And then I'm going to do these next three because they're all from Warren. All lumberjacks. Let me tell you, that team's playing some ball right now. Yep. Uh, Cedric Calbert, uh, five carries, 64 yards. That's awesome, five carries. Tayshawn Johnson, 46-yard interception for a touchdown. And then Traylon Jackson – 122 yards and one touchdown. They are running all over the place, and that kid's a sophomore. Wow, impressive. The next two on the list, Peyton McKee from Harbor, 11 catches for 228 yards and a touchdown, and Luke Buchanan was 21 of 32 for 436 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, that's awesome, man. That that is a lot of yards. That 11 11 catches, 22 and 28 yards, that's big time. Yeah, it is. Uh, Martavius Thomas at Camden Fairview. Total of five touchdowns. He threw for one and rushed for four. Very nice. And uh, I'm going to let you do the next three because those are you, you've already practiced those names. Oh, I have. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. All right. So, Ty Massey from Northside 
18 carries, 145 yards, two touchdowns, and a 20-yard touchdown catch. So, three touchdowns total. Old Sunquist Church from Northside. <laughs> 15 of – or no, no, 22 carries, 226 yards, two touchdowns. That is a heck of a ball yes, game. Yes, it is. And then uh, Walker Katsavis, who you said Coop played with some mm-hmm. this summer, uh, he's at Northside also, 15 of 23, very efficient, and three touchdowns. And this kid actually is – he'll end up going to play college ball as a receiver. Really? But he's he's having to play quarterback just because they don't have anyone else. But he's, he's very athletic and – Well, they're getting it done over there. They are. They are. Next on the list, Mr. Hunter Talley. This is another kid that will probably play a different position in college, probably tight end or DN. He's a big kid, 6'4", like 230. But he's playing quarterback this year for the the Panthers at Salem Springs. He had 11 carries for 246 yards and five touchdowns as a quarterback. And that might be the game of the – their player of the week right there. That's tough to beat. Sure. I mean, that's what – 24 yards, almost, or 20 yards a carry. Yeah. Pretty Golly. impressive. All right, Justin Crutchmer, Lake Hamilton. Now, this is maybe even more. I don't know the touchdowns were impressive on the other one, but seven carries, 184 yards. Wow. It only took him seven carries to get 184 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns. And then last on the list, but certainly not least, Eli Craig from Heritage had 18 carries for 239 yards and three touchdowns. They had a close one this weekend. They did. So, heck of a ball game from all these young men. Um, I love being able to shine some light on these guys that have great performances throughout the week, and and it's just it's one of our favorite things to do. It's cool, too, because after about three or four or five weeks, you start – Seeing names, you're like, oh, yeah, we know him. Right. Yeah. We know Sunquist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, Strand, we've seen him a couple weeks in a row. Yeah, that's right. You want to start with seven or yeah. you want to start with two? Uh, let's start with seven. Okay. So, we'll go, so what we're going to do since we're just doing one podcast <laughs> is we'll just touch on how our top ten fared from last week, and then we'll give you our new top ten. Go ahead and break it out. Yep. So last week, uh, the between the mats top ten, we had Bryant went down to Longview, Texas, and uh, took a tough loss, 24-21. Don't know a whole lot about that Longview, Texas team, but they must be pretty I'll good. I'll say, you know, they were good. <laughs> yeah. So tough loss for Bryant going out of state there. Cabot was off last week. We had them at two, North Little Rock. Um Beat West Memphis 41-0. to um, Number four, Fayetteville was off. Number five, Conway was off. Number six, Bentonville was off. Number seven, Bentonville West was off. Northside, number eight, they uh, played at Harbor. And so, Northside beat Harbor 63-56. to That's a lot of points. Guess how many total offensive yards were in this ballgame? Oh, there's no way of guessing. 1,400. I was going to say 12, yeah. <laughs> um, was it overtime? I don't think so. Okay, it was just regulation. Yeah. So, big win there by Northside. And then we had Rogers at nine. They were off. And number 10 was our Harbor. So, you want to give us our new top 10? Sure. Seven, eight? Sure. So, I, I do want to say one thing real quick. Yeah. And I'm not spoil, really spoiling what's coming up next. But, you know, this week with uh, Bryant and Shiloh got beat. And, and we've seen Greenwood get beat. Right. And we've seen uh, PA get beat. Right. The impressive thing about it is – what they're doing to find teams that they can play with that are on that level. Sure. You know, it's it's they could easily just schedule games and stay perfect. Yeah. But like Bryant going down there, which they did that last year too. Yeah, that's right. Um and one 
close one, I want to say. Well, it was it was Dion's team that came right. up here, but yeah, they won it won yeah. it there at the end. Yeah, good ball game. You know, Shallow goes over to Sand Springs. That's a tough team, mm-hmm. and, and Shallow. Man, I'm telling you, you, play that game again. There's a good chance Shallow wins. That's it. right. Uh, PA playing that that team from Tennessee. So they're you know they're 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 challenging their their program. That's right. And, and I'm for that they're getting better. Sure. Anyway, okay. that's that's my soapbox. All right. So this week, number one. The Bryant Hornets, they're playing at Northside Friday night, and I did not. Do you have where they're all playing? Because I didn't. I don't know why yep. I did this. Yep. You go go ahead and f- finish seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. So seven A, we have Bryant. Even though they took the loss, we kept them at one. They're two and one in their non conference play. They're at Northside. Number two, Cabot. They were off, but they're at Catholic to start out conference play this week. Cabot finished the non conference three and zero. Oh. North Little Rock beat West Memphis. We already talked about that. They're at Central starting off conference play. They're undefeated as well. Playing some defense, too. They are playing well on the defensive side. Fayetteville, number four. They're one and two, but played a really tough non-conference schedule. They're at Bentonville West. Number five, Conway, two and one on the season with their only loss coming to Fayetteville. They're at Southwest. No, I'm sorry. They're at home against Southwest this week. And then Bentonville, number six. They're two and one. Their loss is to Conway, but they're at Harbor to start the conference play. Number seven, West, Bentonville West is two and one. They're uh, against Fayetteville. They're at home this week to start conference play. Number eight, eight uh, Northside, three and oh. They're <laughs> starting a little bit tougher than most. <laughs> yeah, they're, play- <laughs> they're playing Bryant. At this least week. they're home. <laughs> they are home. <laughs> Number nine, Rogers, two and zero in the non-conference uh, season. They're at Southside and then Harbor. They're zero and three on the season, but have played some really close ball yeah. games. And uh, they start out with a tough one this week as well. But they have Bentonville at home. You know those last four there. It's going to be fun to see how they uh, match up throughout yeah. the season because I think there's a little bit of difference between six. And then the last four. I agree with you. And it, it, it was like that last it year, It was. Too. It was. Except this year, we've got a little – you know, Fayetteville's a little better this yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, that was the only one I didn't have the game. Okay. I, I did have them on the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. So so you can participate. I, yeah, I can – yeah. I get my participation trophy. You brought your homework. <laughs> All right, 6A. You know, Lake Hamilton uh, last week, uh, they were our number one, and they won 41-0 over Hot Springs, who's – not a bad team at all. Uh, number two, Greenwood didn't play. Uh, number three, Jonesboro. They beat Pine – or no, I'm sorry. I put the wrong score on there. What did you have for Jonesboro? They didn't play, did they? They didn't play. They yeah, were off. Yeah. I, I put the wrong – I put Parkview score on there. But anyway, uh, they didn't play. El Dorado beat Magnolia 50-30. to 30. Uh, They were number four. And then number five, we had Parkview, and they beat Pine Bluff 47-0. to zero. Ooh. That was one I actually picked Pine Bluff. Yes, you did. <laughs> Maybe why I got beat. <laughs> uh, number six was Benton, and of course, you know they rolled over Catholic forty to seven. Pine Bluff, they were seven, lost to apparently a pretty good Parkview team. So from now on, like if we miss one that bad, I think we should take a point away. <laughs> that would probably deserve it. I, I agree. You probably, I probably deserve it. <laughs> Sylvan and Van Buren, they were eight and nine. Either one of them played, and then Russellville. Uh, they're no, they were number ten. They lost to Valonia forty to twenty eight at home, a game that uh, man they had a couple of tough breaks. You know, right before the half, mm-hmm. they tried to tebow it on the one yard line, and they were moving the ball. Yeah, not, fine, not a very good play call. No, and he threw it to the kid from Valonia. Yeah, I mean they they were up in that game fourteen to nothing, right? Yeah, 
and then Valonia comes storming back. And then the fourth quarter, they fumbled inside the five. Yeah. So, anyway, okay, so this week's uh, not much has changed, really. Uh, we did move Parkview up uh, because of that impressive win. Mm-hmm. So, we got one Lake Hamilton, two Greenwood, three Parkview, four Jonesboro, five El Dorado, uh, six Benton, seven Sylvan Hills, eight Pine Bluff, nine Van Buren, and ten Russellville. Very good. Oh, I didn't tell you. I'm sorry, I didn't tell you where they played. So Lake Hamilton's at at uh, Mountain Home. Greenwood's at Parkview. That's the big one. That's the big one. Yeah. Um, then Parkview Greenwood, uh, Jonesboro, El Dorado. That's the other one. Yeah. You got t- two two games are are four of the top five teams. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Bentonville, Russellville, Sylvan goes to Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff. Okay, Sylvan. Yep. Van Buren plays Silent Springs. That's that's a tough one. It is because uh, Salem's been playing good ball. They've been playing. They're better this year, and of course, Van Buren's better this year. Yep. So it's I'm interested to see how that one turns out. And then, of course, you know, Tim was Russellville. We already know they they're playing at Benton. And and really looking at all those games, really the only team that doesn't play a ranked team is is Lake Hamilton. Yeah, and so the rest of them are playing a, right. a top ten team. Yeah, so it ought to be an interesting week to start conference play in six A for yeah. sure. Tough for Mountain Home to start off having to play like Hamilton. No doubt. So, our beloved 5A, we go. So, last week we had PA. They were off. Little Rock Christian went to uh, Center Hill, Mississippi and beat the brakes yeah, off Yeah, they team. did. Beat them 59 to nothing. Just told them why Arkansas was better than Mississippi for right. another reason. So... <laughs> Number we do th- own that state. <laughs> number three, Whitehall, played a 4A Drew Central um, and handled them, beat them 42-0. to zero. Number four, Wynn was off. Number five and six was Greenbrier and Harrison. They were both off. Number seven, Valonia. We talked about them beating Russellville 40-28. to 28. Number eight, Fairview. Nope, I got all these wrong, didn't I? This number is, eight was Valonia. You had eight, right? Okay. It was Valonia. And we had Fairview up there, though. Had, Fairview was five. Five. Yeah. And Fairview played Watson Chapel and handled handled them sixty to twenty four. Yeah, and Maumel was off and Farmington was off. Yeah. And so this week we've got PA still number one. They finished two and one in the non conference. They will play Watson Chapel at home this week. Number two, Little Rock Christian four and zero so far on the season. They play Maumel, which will be a good test right out the gate for conference. They're at Little Rock Christian. Number three, Whitehall three and one on the season. They are at home against Jacksonville. Number four, win. It's two and one. They play at home against Brooklyn this week. Number five, uh, Camden Fairview. They are at Hot Springs Lakeside. So that'll be an interesting. That could be a good one. Be an interesting test for the South there to kind of see mm-hmm. how those teams match up. Number six, Greenbrier. We are at home against Morton this week. Number seven, Harrison. They're at home against Farmington, and that'll be another very interesting. I'm game. interested to see that one. Yeah. I really don't know how much of a game it'll be, but I th- it could be. It could be. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We'll find out. We'll find out how good both those teams. That's are. That's right. That's right. Number eight, Valonia is at home against Clarksville. Number nine, Maumel is at Little Rock Christian, and then Farmington, as we talked about, is going to Harrison. Okay, so the Camden Fairview Lakeside that that is potentially a conference championship. It could be. I mean, we don't know how good Texarkana is. We don't. We don't. But Lakeside was kind of expected to be, yeah, the were, team out of that conference. Yeah. You know, with, we expected Magnolia to be right, and they've they've struggled offensively. It looks like they figured out a little bit on offense. They scored thirty points against the sure. Uh But my biggest interest, other than our personal interest. In 5A is how does Whitehall do throughout conference? Because this team 
apparently does not give up anything. <laughs> no, defensively, they may be as good as anybody in the state. Maybe. I'm telling you, you're right. I mean, they are. It just to, – to hold Parkview to 13 points. Yeah, is and it, then everybody else to nothing. That's right. And then uh, they start off with Jacksonville this week, which shouldn't give them much of a no, test. I but, don't think so. But the Central is loaded this, this year. So they'll play those two teams on top. Yeah, that's right. All right, so let's go to 4A. Well, this one here, you talk about a just a rodeo of just <laughs> teams beating each other. That's right. Uh, exciting. Uh, you know, we love 4A. It's always fun. There's always so many good – it's always the hardest to pick the top mm-hmm. ten because most schools – most classifications you pick about seven or eight and then you're filling in the gaps. That's right. This one here you take about 15 teams and figure out who you're going to put in the top ten. I agree, yeah. Uh, so, last week we had Shallow Christian at number one. They went over to Sand Springs, Oklahoma, which we talked about, lost by seven. Uh, cross it. They were number two, lost to a 3A McGee team who – is obviously very good. Very good. Lost by two. Don't think that says that Cross it's done by any means. Uh, number three, Joe T. Robinson, UJTR, as Maddie Stats likes to say. <laughs> they did not play. Uh, Warren played, what, Franklin Parrish? That's right. What was the score in that? I didn't write it down. Uh, let's see here. Warren beat them 42 to 10. Yeah, I knew they won big. Uh, that Warren team is just really rolling right now. Number five, Arkadelphia didn't play. Neither did number six, Ashdown, or number seven, Stuttgart. Number eight, Newport. I'm sorry, number eight, Lone Oak beat Newport 29-20. to 20. Kind of a close game. Yep. Uh, number nine, Malvern. They lost to Lakeside 40, or yeah, 49-14. to 14. That was one that I really did not see. Right. Lakeside's been struggling they a little have. bit. Offensively, they really have been struggling. They must have found something. You know, yeah. We talked about McBride making some changes. Sure. And obviously it worked. And I, and I really expected Malvern. The, the, all, all indications this year was Malvern was going to be a real tough opponent in that uh, seven four what well, four four seven a no yep. seven four a that's seven what seven four a yep I always say it back with the SEC baby and then uh, of course uh, we had Mills they 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 were new last week kind mm-hmm. of a new team yep. in general just for this four a to to see them up there right. but they've got some, had some kids move in and they're playing some ball they didn't play uh, this week but uh, I think they're three and zero. so our new top ten shallow Christian still at number one and they'll play at Berryville. You know, I'll be shocked if uh, Shallow loses this year. I think they're that good. Yeah. But they're going to have to play some ball because there's some good teams in, in 4A. Uh, number two, we've got the UJTR uh, Senators. Mm-hmm. At, they're going to play at Fountain Lake. Number three, Warren, who is very tough. I don't know what I did here, but I put the I didn't put – where's Warren playing? They're at home against CrossFit. Okay. They're a oh, big game. Yeah, big game there. Big game. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Number four. Now, this is one that interests me just because of back, being back home. And Nashville's always hard to beat. But I think Arkadelphia's got a special team this year. Uh, Arkadelphia's number four. They're playing Nashville. And if you look at the record, I mean, they're one and two in the non-conference. But they lost to Cam- Camden Fairview, who we have five and 5A. Five right. And Greenboro, who we have six. That's right. So, that's right. And that in that first game, you know, they that uh, – the Jay Sean is Davis in the mm-hmm. right. Yeah. He he only played one half. Right. So, you know, I mean he was a game changer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh number five, cross it. We just mentioned they'll be at Warren. Number six, Ashdown. They go to Haskell Harmony Grove. Stuttgart goes to Batesville Southside. Number eight, Lone Oak, Heber Springs, who had a big win Friday night. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Heber rolled. I did. Uh Mills, number nine. They go to Ball Knob. 
and then the Scrappers make it back into the top ten, Nashville at Arkadelphia. Very nice. That'll be a couple of really good ball games in that top ten there. I'm really, really excited to see that Crossit and uh, Warren score. Let's see how that one turns out. See if Crossit can bounce back off yeah. after that tough loss. Yeah. Well, Warren's tough. They are. Number three, or 3A, we go last week. We had Prescott at number one. They went up two classifications and played Hope. And uh, I believe I looked at this, and it was 49 to nothing at half. To nothing at half. Yes. And they pulled the dogs off and ended up winning 49 to 14. Boonville was number two. They played Mina last week and uh, beat Mina 35 to 6. So Boonville's playing some great ball on both sides, but especially defensively. Harding Academy, number three last week, had what we thought was going to be a really good game against Camden Harmony Grove. Hmm. And, you know, it was there for a while. Yeah. And then they just poured the coals to it as Harding Academy beat Camden Harmony Grove 59 to 18. I think I think Harding Academy's just kind of found this team. You yeah. know, they they lost Sipes, who's been there, you know, a champion for mm-hmm. three years, and then found their identity. That's right. Yeah. Number four, we had the McGee Owls, who stepped up a classification to play a really good cross at team and beat them fifteen to thirteen in a defensive battle. Number five, Osceola was off. Uh, number six, Paris was off. Number seven, Charleston played a 4A Ozark team who is struggling a little bit this year, but still a good program. And uh, Charleston beat them 31-28, to so good ball game there. Yeah. Number eight, center point was off. Number nine, Glenn Rose um, played Haskell Harmony Grove. No, I'm sorry, that game was canceled. They were supposed yeah, they didn't play. Yeah. Supposed to play Haskell. And then number 10, Hoxie. So our new top 10 this week, Prescott, the Curly Wolves, stay at the top. And they play Horatio this week. Could you tell me this: Could Prescott, Prescott play in five A and in uh, or I guess they'd be playing up would be four A, even yeah. though they just beat five A. Right. Oh, right. like a dog. Yeah, I, I, that's hard to answer. Boy, I mean, I would like to see them in person. Yeah, to kind of evaluate, you know, athleticism. Man, but they are super talented. Well, they're good. They are good. Number two, Boonville finished their non-conference three and zero. They play a. A lowly two rivers this week. Yeah, they're tough. I mean, they're struggling. Yeah, yeah. that program has 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 just not found it. Nope. And so uh, Harding Academy goes to Briarcrest, Tennessee. This is a tough one for this them. This is a tough, and one they for know them. it. Yeah. You know, we talked to Neil um, uh, Evans about this. You know, the coach over there, mm-hmm. Harding Academy, and you know they're just outclassed. Sure, I mean they're huge. You know, and I think Briarcrest is actually coming to Harding, right? Well. Because they went there. They last went there year. last year. I didn't. I don't know. I just. I don't know. Okay. I think I've got them at home. So. Okay. Number four, McGee. Um, they have Drew Central this week, and then number five, Osceola, is at Corning, and then number six, Paris will play at Mayflower, who lost a close one last week. They did. The CAC. I'm pulling for them. Yeah. And then number seven, Charleston, is uh, at home against Greenland this week. Number eight, Center Point at Falk. Number nine, Glenn Rose is at home against Jesseville, and then Hoxie plays Harrisburg. That gets us to the two A. That's right, old junkies' favorite, because you know my boys. You boys down at Mineral Springs. Yeah, they had a tough week last week. <laughs> Most people do when they play. They curtain. play curtain. That's right. All right, so last week we had Fordyce at number one. They lost to 4A Monticello 26 to 7. I don't think this Fordyce team last year loses that game, at least if they do not buy that much. Right. Yeah. Uh, number two, Bigelow. They didn't play. Number three, McCroy. 
lost to a Baptist prep team 31-24 in overtime. That's uh, that was a little eye opening for me, honestly. Yeah, and and I don't know if you remember, I mentioned that they were about, you did, you know, three and zero and looking good. You did you still pick McCrory? I did, <laughs> I did. But hey, you'll find out in a bit that Maddie finally came to his I senses did. this week. I did. All right, Desart or Garden number four, they beat Mineral Springs fifty to eight. Golly, my Hornets. Uh, number five, Desart beat Earl twelve to six. Little shocking on that one. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Junction was number six. Uh, they lost to Hainesville, Louisiana, which I think Hainesville's pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, lost 40-28. to 28. Hazen beat Stuttgart's junior JV 38-0. to zero. Um, Really don't know what that means. I really don't understand that either. Uh, Clarendon beat EPC, East Poinsett County, 48-0. to zero. Impressive win mm-hmm. there. Mount Ida beats Bearden 48-6. to six. And then Poins game got canceled. So this week... Number one in 2A, Bigelow. <laughs> he won the arm wrestling contest. Yes, I've been trying to get Bigelow on top for three weeks now, <laughs> and I finally got him. Uh, they're going to magazine. Number two, big game right here. Yes. Fordyce uh, is home against Clarendon. Yep. Uh, number three, Gur- Gurdon's at home against Foreman. Four, McCrory, Mark Tree. Uh, they're playing at McCrory. Number five, uh, Carlisle's going to be playing at Hazen. Hazen's number five. Number six, Clarendon at Fordyce. Number seven, Desark uh, at home against Mountain Pine. Number eight, yep. Junction City uh, tra- plays at home against England. Number nine, Mount Ida goes to Old Mule Shoe, Middle <laughs> Springs Hornets. Home of the Hornets. That's right. Number 10, Poen goes to Derrick's to play the Outlaws. And the Outlaws are struggling a little bit this this. Well, they season. are, and we kind of expected them to be, you know, one of the contenders. Right. So now we get to this week's week four pickup. That's right. No music. No intro music this oh. week. Or did you forget the button? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this week's pickup week four. Maddie stats and junk Vegas. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I'm glad you hit the right button. I did. I it's always a gamble. It's always a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, having a lot of fun with these pickums. It's been back and forth. Junk jumped out the gate, won the first two weeks. I thought I'd just never lose. Yeah, <laughs> you were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and then I've come back and tied it up. So we're all even for. I guess we've picked a hundred games, but. Not all a hundred. Yeah. Not all hundred have played. No, that's right. That's right. We've missed two or three a yeah. week. Yeah. All right. So our first one on the docket this week for week four. Bryant going to Northside. I've got Bryant by 10. I've got Bryant by 30. Whoa. All right, number two, Cabot going to Catholic. I've got the road team in this one. I'm going Cabot by 17. Cabot by 24. Bentonville going on the road to Harbor. I'm taking the road team again. Bentonville by 10. I got Bentonville by 16. How much did you pick Cabot by? Uh, 17. 17. Okay. Number four, Fayetteville going on the road to Bentonville West. I've got the Purple Dogs by three. I got Fayetteville by 20. Wow. All right, number five, <laughs> Rogers going to Southside. I've got Rogers by seven. I got Rogers by three. So we picked five games, and I picked the road team in all five. Yeah. I guess I have two. Yeah. We hadn't picked anything different. So, number six, El Dorado going to Jonesboro. That's a long trip. It's a long trip. That's the longest one in their conference. Yes. I am going – I went back and forth on this one. 
I'm going Jonesboro by three. Oh, he did. I too went back and forth. I really did. Like, I, I just same thing you did. I yeah. went. I just couldn't figure. I, I, I went Eldorado by two. Did you? Only reason I gave Jonesboro the nod was because of the travel. Yeah. How I mean, many by by three. how many? Three. Okay. Three. Sylvan Hills has kind of found their identity offensively. Kind of got everything clicking. Going to Pine Bluff after Pine Bluff just took a thumping. See how they respond. I'm going Sylvan by eight. I had to use the wideout for the first time this year. <laughs> On this game? Yeah. I got Sylvan by three. Nice. Number eight, Greenwood going two at Little Rock Park View. Man, I wish I could be at this ballgame. Boy, me too. I'm going the Bulldogs by three. Really? Yep. I am. Oh, that shocks me. Yep. I'm going Park View by seven. Wow. I can't believe you picked them. That would be a good ball game. I thought you were on park views. I thought you were painting the signs with the cheerleaders <laughs> for the run-through posters. <laughs> oh, shoot. Number nine, Salem Springs. The Panthers going to Van Buren. This ought to be a good ball game, but I am going the pointers by 10. Yeah, I went with Van Buren also. I picked them by four. Okay. Maumel going to Little Rock Christian just down the road. This is a good conference game to start out that Central, 5A Central. I'm going Little Rock Christian by 13. I picked them by eight. Okay. Camden Fairview going to Hot Springs Lakeside. Uh, South, 5A South showdown here. Yep. Going Camden Fairview by 17. I picked them by 14, but wouldn't be shocked if it's not more. Magnolia, a team that we thought starting the season would factor into that seven, that 5A South, yeah. and they just haven't got it going offensively. Going to Texarkana, which we know absolutely nothing about because they haven't played much. They beat Dollarway. I'm Did going. It, well, to, maybe that one was good. They beat somebody. I think it was Dollarway. Okay. I'm going Texarkana by 10. I picked them by five. Okay. Number 13, Farmington going to Goblin Country in Harrison. I'm going Harrison by seven. I picked them by eight. Morlton, the Devil Dogs travel to Greenbrier. I'm going Panthers in this one by 17. I picked them by 20. Stuttgart going to Batesville Southside. Pretty good trip for them as well. Yeah, it is. Batesville Southside playing a lot better this they year. They are. I'm going Ricebirds by 14. I picked them by 35. Oh. Number I'm six. not scared. <laughs> Obviously You say not. 14? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number 16, Pocahontas <laughs> going to Rivercrest. I'm going Pocahontas by three. They played – was it Nettleton they played a cut, mm -hmm. tough one with? Yeah. Close one? You say 13? Three. Three. I picked them by 12. Okay. Highland going to Gosnell. This one was a coin flip for me. Um, it landed on heads, which was Highland. I'm going Highland by one. I picked Highland by four. Now, I'm the same way. I was just like, you know, what color are their jerseys? <laughs> right. Number 18, Lamar going to Pottsville. I'm going Lamar by 13. See, I went Pottsville by three. Okay. I couldn't get a feel on this one. Yep. You said 13, right? Mm -hmm. I couldn't get a feel looking at their their schedules. Yeah, it was a tough one to pick. Nashville, the Scrappers going to Badger Country, Arkadelphia by six. I'm actually picking the Badgers by 18. Wow, big win. I just think, they, I think they're going to roll, man. I think they're good. Yeah, they are. Offensively, they are, they are something special. Yeah. Number 20, Malvern at Boxite. Man, this is a tough one for this me. This was a tough one for me, too. I picked the Miners by three. You really did. I did. I picked Melbourne by nine. Nice. 
Number 21, cross it, going to Warren. I went Warren in this one by seven. I went Warren by seven, too. This was not a hard one for me. Yeah. I think that they'll – be shocked if it's not more. Yeah. Uh, number 22, Barton at Rising, which used to be one of the premier matchups in the state of Arkansas. Let me tell you, this was like the, the – back in the 1A days, yeah. this was like the 1A state championship oh, like yeah. every other year. Yeah, back when yeah. Frank McClellan was at I Barton tried. and had those guys rolling. Mm. I've got uh, Rising, even though Barton, like you said, is playing some better ball this year. They are they are playing better. Yeah, I've got Rising by 20. Well, I never thought I'd be saying, Barton's playing better. <laughs> Rising by eight. Okay. Camden Harmony Grove going to Pine Bluff Dollarway. I've got Harmony Grove by three in this one. I got him by ten. Okay. Number 24, Magnet Cove goes to Dirks. I've got Magnet Cove by ten. I got Magnet by nine. Okay. And then the final game on the docket for week four, we got Clarendon going to Fordyce. What you got? What you got? I'm going Red Bugs by seven. I'm going lines by four. Oh, yeah. So that makes uh, one, two, three, four, five picks different. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize there's that many. Yeah. Man, so you'll probably get one, maybe two of them, <laughs> and I'll get three or four. <laughs> right, right. All right. So you got anything else? No, man. Good show. Yeah. We're right on time. 48, 49 minutes. Probably be 50 by the time we hit that outro. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so super excited. Weather's yes. cooling off. Conference play starts. Hogs with the big game. Peewee football's in the prime. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, anyway, thank y'all so much for listening, and we'll check you next week. Peace out. You've been listening to Between the Mats. Your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox. Produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.